the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. If you know how to read liturgical colors, you know that today is Laetari Sunday, the midpoint of Lent. That's when we break out the pink, just like on Gaudete Sunday in the middle of Advent. And in both cases, we are given a similar command. On Gaudete Sunday, we are told to rejoice. In the middle of Lent, we are told Laetare, which is Latin for be joyful. Now, imagine I said, Holy Mother Church commands you to be joyful. Many of you would probably think to yourselves, well, first you get done with the Mass, and then I'll go find something that will make me joyful. Because people don't often associate going to church with joy. They might feel that they get some good things from going to Mass. But outright joy, I imagine, does not top the list for many. In the first reading from the book of Chronicles, we see the Israelites returned to the slavery like they had suffered in Egypt. The kingdom of Judah is overrun by the Chaldeans from the east. and The temple is destroyed. Many Jews are killed. And those that aren't are deported to Babylon, which is in present-day Iraq, to serve as slaves. This was the beginning of the Babylonian exile. The chronicler tells us why. The Babylonian exile was God's punishment because in those days all the princes of Judah, the priests and the people added infidelity to infidelity, practicing all the abominations of the nations and polluting the Lord's temple, which he had consecrated in Jerusalem. The exile fulfilled what had been said by the prophet Jeremiah, until the land has retrieved its lost Sabbath during all the time it lies waste, it shall have rest while 70 years are fulfilled. The Israelites had lost their faith and descended into paganized worship, but specifically they were being punished because they had failed to observe the Sabbath. Well, why would God have such a problem with people failing to observe the Sabbath? Why should God care if they skip their day of rest? Well, we have to look at the third commandment. It says, observe the Sabbath days, keep it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you may labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, either you, your son or your daughter, your male or your female slave, your ox or your donkey, or indeed any work animal, or the resident alien within your gates, so that your male and female slave may rest as you do. Remember that you too were once slaves in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. This is why the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Notice two things about God's command to keep the Sabbath. The first is that it applies to everyone, young and old, Jew and foreigner, master and slave, even to the animals. The Sabbath is not a day of leisure just for the rich and powerful. It is even for those who might not share the faith of Israel. The second related thing to notice is that God specifically connects the obligation of the Jews to observe the Sabbath with their freedom from slavery. To observe the Sabbath is a sign of their freedom, because under Pharaoh they were not given time to rest and to worship the Lord. But it is also simultaneously a guarantee of that freedom. The Sabbath was meant to actively remind the Jews that God comes before everything else. That's important for us, too, to remember in observing our Sabbath under the New Covenant. Many things can interfere with our celebration of Sundays and Holy Days 
as days of rest and worship. It can be our own plans and desires, or perhaps somebody else's, such as our employer, or our government, or our friends, or our kids' activities. It's important to guard against that. Our Sabbath is to mark off a time against, the, against which the world, in whatever form, cannot intrude, which keeps us from being slaves to the secular world, whether that's politically, economically, or socially. Thus, we have to understand that the command from the church to be joyful, whether on Latari Sunday or any other day, is not about fun per se or just doing what we please. It's not about enjoying recreation or our favorite foods, although those are all good things to do in moderation on Sundays, even during Lent. The important thing is to honor our obligations to partake of the Mass, to pray, and to spend time with our loved ones. Because the command to be joyful means to express charity. Joy is the fruit of charity, not the cause of it. The Sabbath itself is a command to open ourselves to the Holy Spirit by loving and obeying God. As St. Paul says in Romans 14, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of food and drink, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The joy that the Holy Spirit gives us is not key to our happiness, but to our charity. Joy comes from knowing that Christ is our Savior, and living a life characterized by love towards God and towards our neighbor. Joy is the fulfillment of our baptismal calling. Joy comes from our faith rather than from our natural circumstances. We don't worship because we necessarily think of joy at the thought of putting our knees down in prayer. Rather, we worship because we know that from worship, we obtain genuine joy in the Holy Spirit, a joy that proceeds from the gift of love that God bestows upon us, because we worship him as we should. We can miss that sometimes because of our own sins. That's why the gospel tells us, for everyone who does wicked things hates the light and will not come towards the light. Sometimes we busy ourselves with other things, the things of the world, even on the Sabbath, because we know that to enter into genuine worship of God would force us to confront our own sins and iniquities. Thus, on this Latari Sunday, we are not necessarily called to feel joy, as though that's something we can put on like a clean shirt. Rather, we are called to do joy, namely to recognize that even in the midst of this penitential season of Lent, that God has already saved us. As St. Paul says, God, who is rich in mercy because of the great love that he has for us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, brought us to life in Christ. The only proper response to our understanding of God's mercy is to worship the Lord with all of our hearts and minds, and to be thankful that we have the Sabbath on which to do it. This is how we are meant to fulfill the command of the Church, be joyful. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.